Greetings, greetings once again to my phone listeners. It is that time of the afternoon where you are chilling with your host, Lady G, on Gifts with Google. So this uh, afternoon, we are still continuing with our segment on supernatural provision. And I had said February is the month of declarations where we are going to be doing our declarations for for the first seven days. We're just going to be doing a declaration on favor and supernatural provision. We are going to be repeating our declarations for the next seven days. And then until then, we are going to see where we change our declarations to. But for the month of February, we are deeming it. We are legislating it as a month of supernatural breakthroughs. I believe it for myself, listeners, and I want to stand and believe it for you as you are listening on VON Voice Over Nations, your favorite radio broadcasting station. So for those who missed yesterday's segment, we are continuing. I pray that you will be able to catch up with us in what we are going to be discussing so we took our this extract of the supernatural provision we took it from uh the book of second kings chapter 4 from verse 1 to verse 4 where we find the story of a widow there are two many two widows that came to elijah but we are looking to that what widows that are found in the book of kings one is in first king the other one is in second kings so we are in second kings with this one widow that came to elijah the one who came to Elisha and said, Elisha, my husband, my husband. So when we started looking at it, we were looking at rebuilding the altars. You know, this woman was left in a crisis. She was left in a situation of bankruptcy. She was left in a situation of being motherless. Not only was she a widow now, she was a widow, but she was also going to be motherless. Imagine something, somebody coming to take the fruit of your womb. Because she says the sons, they were the, the fruit of her womb. The devil wanted to cut off everything about her because once they've taken that fruit of her womb, her sons, the sons are the one things that will, the one people that will carry on the lateness, the, the, the legacy, you know, the continuing of the family name, the surname. But now the enemy wanted to cut it off completely, wanted to come and kidnap them, wanted to come and take them so that they be, can become his or their enemy slave rather but this woman remembered an altar that her husband used to cry to so she goes to elisha to bring him into remembrance that altar that you used to cry to the altar that has, that's why i even said we've got people who will say i know i may not pray i may not worship god but i know the god of my mom i know the god of my father i know that bible when my mom starts opening the bible and she sits with this she will rebuke us even us who didn't believe in God, we will suddenly listen because there was something that was their mother's altar. You know, even after mother has passed on years, they will still say, nobody's to remove that Bible. Now um, they're making it an idol. But I mean, they have that understanding to say there was something about this altar. We may not be able to touch it, but we know that when our mom, when our parents touched this altar, the Bible, something happened. So even this woman of God, she knew that, okay, my husband might have left me in a crisis 
left me with nothing in my natural eyes. I said, in the natural, she was left with nothing. But God today gave me another revelation. Because even for me, I always said it was insignificant oil because you couldn't even cook with it. But God made me to understand that it was the anointing oil. She did not leave, he did not leave her empty-handed. He left her with the anointing. The anointing. When you have the anointing, you can do all things because the anointing has the power to break the yoke of the enemy. So she was left with the anointing. What is the yoke of the enemy? What yoke is on you this afternoon, my listener? Is it the yoke of depression? Is it the yoke of sickness? The yoke of disease? The yoke of frustration? The yoke of anger? The yoke of suicide? The yoke of bankruptcy? What yoke is sitting on you today? And you are thinking you don't have anything. This is what this woman thought. There was a yoke of the debtors, the creditors coming to take her children away from her. She didn't know she had something that can deal with this yoke. The oil that was left in her house. That was the oil that could deal with this yoke. The anointing oil. So she remembered and she went, she goes to Elisha. That is where we are picking it up. Where we are going to be reading. Where she goes to Elisha and she says to Elisha, Listen, Elisha. I know this altar. This altar is able to perform miracles. My husband, a man who worshipped God, we highlighted how this man was known for worshipping and serving and fearing God. It will be like a memorial to our children. So she goes to him and she says, My husband, I am today revisiting the altar that my husband had invested in. My husband invested in this altar. My husband served the Lord faithfully. So I'm coming to you, Elisha. So she goes to the man of God and she says, Man of God, I want to rise up in faith in this time. She went to the man of God. She rose up in faith. She went to the man of God. She went to the altar that didn't work for her husband. Um, on his on her husband's behalf while he was alive because the altar the husband according to when we see it it might look like the altar did not work for the husband while the husband was alive because the word of god says she he left her with nothing he left her with nothing but you know what she knew that although the altar might not have worked it might seem like it didn't work but i'm rising up in my faith because I know that the altar speaks and I am coming to speak to the altar that speaks. So I am telling you, my listener, that even you too, it might look like that the altar that you are talking to is not speaking back to you. It might look like there is no answer. You want to lose hope. You want to give up. I'm telling you, don't give up praying. You can't lose hope. You can lose everything. But don't lose the altar. It might seem like the altar is silent. But believe you me, saints, God, saints of God, this altar will speak one day. God responded. God responded. You know, it might look like the altar is not speaking. But let me tell you something. God responds in his silence. 
Let this altar bring you to a new season as we pray, saints, children of God. As we make the declaration, may this altar that you are standing before and you are making declarations speak before you in this season. Let this altar show you that this is a season of open doors, a season of open heaven, where the portals of heaven are directly opened for us. A season that is about to make us laugh. You have been crying for a very long time. But God has heard your cry, my listener. God is about to change your situation. It is in this altar that you have been crying to. And previously, it might have looked like this altar is silent. Again, today, I'm telling you. Go and cry back on this altar. Cry on this altar again one more time. God has spoken great things to you about you in this altar. God has spoken great things to you in this altar. He has also spoken great things about you while you are on this altar. There are things that attract the supernatural provision and we must not forget that. As we are standing in front of this altar, let us not forget that there are things that will attract the supernatural provision. See, the world is going through a lot. We are going through a crushing. There is a financial crushing. There is a health crushing. You know, we are in a dilemma. But when we cry to the altar, supernatural provision is made available for us. So let us continue to cry on this altar that God would hear our cry. So as I said to you, there are things that attract the supernatural. I'm just going to list a few that God laid on my heart. There is more. There are many things that God would require of us. But I'm just going to lay a few that God, I'm just going to speak about a few that God laid onto my heart. So God said to me, Google, there are things that will attract the supernatural provision. You need to have a right heart. This is why David in Psalms 51 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God. You need a clean heart, a right heart. A heart that is ready to receive. A heart that has good motives. God will bless you according to your good motives, my listeners reason because when God blesses you he is not just blessing you he is blessing you to be a blessing to others the word of God in Proverbs says when a righteous man prospers the city prospers this is why I'm saying let us make the declaration there's a supernatural provision coming to the children of the most high God that God has searched this is why David says search me oh God God is busy searching our hearts he is searching us he is searching our hearts where is our heart in this season and God is about to release such a supernatural blessing on those whom he has searched and he has found to be in a right standing with God right heart with God because God wants the world to see who he is this is why we keep on saying the wealth of the wicked is about to be transferred to us because when God blesses you he wants to bless the whole city 
You know, you can't be the only one who's blessed in your family. Everybody else is a beggar. You are happy everybody coming to, please coming to kneel before you. God did not bless you so that your family can worship you. God did not bless you so that your, your community can worship you. God blessed you so that he can be worshipped by your family. So that he can be worshipped by your globe, by your neighbors. You are the instrument that God is using in this season. That is why he has blessed you. That's why I'm saying check your heart. Check the motives of your heart. God wants the city to prosper. So God, when God blesses you, he blesses you for himself, not just for you. It is so himself, so that he can get all the glory. That's what happens. Because when you start giving, there's a song by his song that says, I am so blessed, I can't contain it. Oh, so much, I've got to give it away. God wants you to get to that point where you are blessed so much you can't contain it. You just want to give it away. And then people will know that it is your God who has blessed you. And all the glory will go to God. We love to be worshipped by men. That is our problem. Revisit your heart. So now your heart must be right to receive such a supernatural provision that God has in store for us. You can't receive the things of God if your heart is not right, my listener. As we are about to pray, check what is in your heart. Check the motives of your heart. Why do you want God to bless you? Do you want God to bless you so that you can show them? Yeah, those who denied me food, those who denied me a job, those who denied me this, yeah, I want them to see, I want to show them. No, God blesses you so that you can be a blessing to others. Why must God open heaven for you and not bless others? Why must God bless you and not bless others? It's only a right heart that attracts the supernatural. You want to attract the supernatural, my listener? Check your heart and examine your heart in this season. This is a month. This is a season of breakthroughs. Not just breakthroughs, but supernatural breakthroughs. But there are principles that we have to adhere to. Check the motives of your heart check the motives of your heart some of us are so stingy that's why God can't bless us prayer that's the second one don't allow the incense on the altar to be dry there is a song that says you are worthy of it all and then it goes down to say day and night night and day let the incense arise let the incense of prayer continue to arise on that altar let our request be known unto God. It doesn't matter what has happened before. Stand up and pray. Rise up and pray. Don't just cry. Cry and let the lion of prayer arise in you. Prayer will attract the supernatural in this season. We need to check and revive our altar of prayer. I know there are times when you pray and you feel like you are hitting a ceiling as if God is not hearing or answering you. And our altar of prayer in this season, our prayer has been heavily, heavily affected, most of us. 
So I want us to raise that altar of prayer. That's another thing that that's number two, what attacks the supernatural. When prayer is dead, there is no supernatural. There is no supernatural. You want the supernatural? Check your condition of your heart. You want the supernatural blessing? Revive the altar of prayer. This is what this woman did. Because I am so sure that as much as she was in debt, she did not know, she did not see it while the husband was alive. Because the altar was standing and the altar was the one thing that kept on shielding her. So once the husband was gone, the prayer was dead. There was no more prayer on the altar. But she remembered that this was what spoke for me the altar because while this man was alive i didn't know now that he is gone suddenly i know that this is what is happening in my life and she remembered the altar revisit the altar rebuild that altar of prayer rebuild that altar of prayer start serving and worshiping god like never before thirdly it's the prophetic voice a prophetic voice was released on behalf of this woman the prophet released a word to this woman of God and said, go and borrow jars. There was a prophetic voice. What is your prophetic voice that God has given you in this season? What is the prophetic voice that God has given you in this season? God will give you an instruction. God will speak a prophetic voice. It might be his word. It might be, it, 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 God will speak he will speak it might be it might be through his word when you are sitting it might be through a prophet it might be through a child but god will speak there is a prophetic voice that god is going to give you he might be silent but there is something that god will speak to you that's the prophetic voice that will sustain you that will attract the supernatural because you will keep on saying, when Ababa, you, O oh Father, you said you are not a man that you should lie. Neither are you a son of man to go back on your word. So this is the prophetic voice that you gave me. You said, I will be a wealth distributor. So I am calling that wealth into the now. That's the prophetic voice that you have given me. Father, you said you will heal me. You said I will not die. That some of us, we survived by the prophetic voice that God gave us through COVID. When he said you will not die, this will not touch you. So when I'm in the company of those that I know are exposed, I stand on that voice to say that's the prophetic voice that you gave me, Lord. To say this illness will not touch me. It will not come nigh me. What is the prophetic voice that God said to you? The word of God in the book of Deuteronomy 28 speaks about God saying, if you do this and this and this and this, what is the prophetic voice that God has given you? God has said, do. So I said, we look at a right heart. We look at our heart. We look at our heart. And we also look at prayer. The things that are attracting the supernatural. Number two is prayer. 
And number three, we're speaking about the prophetic voice. Some of us, we've remained even in the midst of the storm because we have a proceeding word for the year 2020. We had a proceeding word for the year 2019. We had a proceeding word for the year of 2019. My prophetic voice for the year of 2019 that was given was this is a year of maturity. It sounds simple and easy enough, but maturity means you have reached a state of being a son. And the word of God says, sons are the ones who overcome the evil one. So I've reached maturity and people who are matured, they they qualify for their will. They qualify for their inheritance. Galatians says so. Galatians says as long as we are a child, we do not know about our inheritance. But once we've reached a state of maturity, hence I am saying this is the month of supernatural blessings, a supernatural provision, a month where we are going to be decreeing and declaring what God has promised us in this word. I am matured this month. So it means that I do not, I don't need a trustee anymore. Jesus is giving me my inheritance. You know, while you are a child, they will say you for your parents have given you jesus passed away and he has given you 30 million dollars but because you are a child you have not yet reached maturity you can't access it so whenever you want it there's somebody who's who has the right to go and ask for the money who's keeping this money on your behalf but the minute you've reached maturity you have a right to say now i've reached maturity i'm over 21 years i can handle my finances in the spiritual realm we are in that year where we've reached maturity in my culture as a girl when you are 21 years old you have a ceremony and they give you the key it's a key of authority so in this month as the prophetic voice proceeded to say it's the month it's the year of maturity i have that key it says i have the key of authority i have the key to be responsible so I qualify for my inheritance because I am responsible. That's my prophetic voice. What's your prophetic voice? Write it down and say, this is the prophetic voice that is attracting the supernatural in the season. Number four, obedience. Number four for me is obedience. So God said obedience. Obedience helps you to be on time obedience helps you to be at the right place you are on time and you are also at the right place remember your breakthrough or your supernatural provision has a time to it and it has a place when God speaks to Moses he says there I will meet you God says, there I will meet you. I remember a long time ago, I know that the young ones, they won't know this. But remember when we used to apply for telecom, we will apply for telecom and then you would get a response that will say, on such and such a date, such and such a time, we come into such and such a place. If Google has moved from number 14 Brim Street, Kells River, and she applied for telecom, telecom is not going to follow Google to Tableview where she's staying now and say Google we are knocking at number 26 Rotterdam Street Table View we have a letter that authorizes us to put uh, a telecom phone at 14 Brim Street but because we've moved we are following you no darling you've missed it 
so same thing with being in obedience when god says at this time it's not easy when god says 3 a.m there i will meet you i want you to be on the praying altar at 3 a.m obedience is better than sacrifice obedience is not easy it is not easy. We need to ask God for the spirit of obedience because when you are lying in bed and God is saying, wake up, the alarm might go on, but it might be difficult to get up under those covers. And that's where our obedience kicks in. So as I said, supernatural has a provision. It has a time. It has a place. Always when God is about to bless a person, when God called Abraham, he says, come out from your relatives and go to a place that I will show you. I'm just paraphrasing it. And then he says, I will bless you. Abraham had to be obedient to God. How, how is that? I must leave my house and go away to a place you will show me two things. It's also faith. I'm going to speak about faith as number five. He had to be obedient to come out come out okay i have to come out follow you where you're not even telling me i can't even put this way this way on the gps because it doesn't the gps is gonna ask me name of the place location i do not know but i am obeying god i wonder how stupid abraham looked like to his family he looked stupid that's what obedience will call on you God wants us to be obedient. Saul lost the kingdom because of disobedience. We mustn't be disobedient, children of the Most High God. Saul lost the kingdom because of disobedience. Samuel said, wait for me at such and such a place. I will do the sacrifice. He saw Samuel said, after that, kill all the Amalekites. Kill their king Ahab. Kill their livestock. But he decided to be disobedient and he lost the kingdom of God. Supernatural blessing is coming your way. Be obedient to the instruction that God is saying you must do. Check your heart, number one. Revive the altar of prayer, number two. Be uh, number number three, uh, number three is talking about the prophetic voice. Number four is talking about you being obedient to what God is saying you must do in the season. What is it that God is calling you to do? What is it that God is calling you to do in the season? What is it that God is calling you to do in the season? So be obedient to what God is saying in this season. Number five is faith. Abraham had to have faith in God by listening and doing exactly what God said Abraham might must do. He had to be obedient to the instruction of God. It wasn't easy. Abraham had God had instructed him to do and it required him to be obedient and to have faith. These five that I have listed will attract your supernatural breakthrough. I'm not saying these are the only things you need to do, but this is what God has revealed to me in this season. You are about to enter into your season of laughter, supernatural provision in God. And you are about to, as you are about to revive your altar of prayer, 
as you are going um, to be obedient to the prophetic voice and God will cause you to be on time. You see, we can't be ahead of our opportunities or behind them. That's why we miss them. But as we are obedient to the prophetic voice of God, we are going to be on time so that we never miss our opportunities ever again. God will cause us to be on time. Every time you miss an opportunity, we enter into a cycle. You know, the cycle of uh, that we enter into, you find yourself in a cycle where you are frustrated, your life is not working out, you are frustrated, some of you are frustrated even right now as we speak, because you have missed the opportunities that God had for you, because you are in this cycle, be on time, you know we always hear people saying be at the right place at the right time, that is what obedience means, being on time, at the right place at the right time. When God says at such and such a time, I will meet you. He said it to Moses. Even with us, he's saying the same. He is saying, what is it that God is calling you to do? And that is where God will find you. Ruth, Ruth was directed to the right place at the right time. She was strategically positioned in Boaz's field at that right time. It was, she could have, you can't be at the right place at the wrong time. You know, and you miss the person who was going to be your breakthrough. You've missed the person. So Ruth was at the right place. She was in Boaz's field. But she could have gone at the wrong time. So even as God does not want us to go at the wrong time. God does not want us to go to the wrong places. Listen to that prophetic voice and be obedient. We don't want to be frustrated because we've missed our opportunities. Um, I'm going to finish here, my listeners, for today. We're still continuing this. Tomorrow, we're going to pick it up again. We're going to be talking about now, what is the supernatural provision? We have not gotten there yet. I want us to listen to a song again by Prophet Zion. It's a new anointing. There is a new anointing for this new season. There is a new anointing for this new season. And this new anointing is the supernatural one that is able to break the yoke. What yoke is on you in the season?
Somebody say revival! 
Yes, yes, we are back. We are back, my listening dead was the anointed worshiper, a man of God, prophet Zion, singing. It's a new anointing. It is a new anointing for this season, new anointing for this month of February, a month of declaration, a month of supernatural provision, a month of supernatural blessings, supernatural blessings. I am getting ready. I am geared up for my testimony for this month because I know that after seven days, when we are done with this declaration, some of us before even day seven is up, we are already going to be seeing what God has done for us as we are going to be obedient, as we are going to revisit the altar of prayer, as we are going to ask God to check our hearts, to check what is the motive in our heart. We are going to ask God to make sure that our heart is right with him. We are going to revisit the altar of prayer. We are going to be obedient to God. We are going to be obedient to the prophetic voice that God has given us. As Habakkuk said, write the vision down. So what is the vision that God has given you? What is the prophetic voice that is attached to that vision that God has given you? As you are going to be revisiting all of this, you have to seal it with faith. God says, faith without faith it is impossible to please him i was sharing with the man of god that god had to talk to me and say yes Gugu, i know you know my word but do you have faith in my word so many of us are like that my listeners we know the word of god even as we as somebody preaches and says the word of god we're finishing that scripture up for them somebody comes to pray for you by his stripes yes pastor i am healed but that word doesn't work for you do you have faith in the word that you are saying I had to go and repent to God because I had to go and ask myself, God, do I really have faith enough in you? Or is it just me knowing your word, you know, understanding your word? But in terms of faith, do I have faith in it? That's why when that uh, man of God was preaching about the battle of our faith, I said, God, I understand you. I understand what is happening in this season the battle is over our faith let us stand children of the most high god let us stand no matter what the enemy puts before us it might look like the altar has not been working it might look like google you do not know i've been waking up eh, religiously but i am saying to you one more time let us revisit this altar give just seven days place a demand on god on these seven days as we're making this declaration as i said to you i'm not going to just record i'm going to be saying the declarations every single day for the same for the next seven months here it goes because i want these declarations for myself as well i'm also trusting god for a supernatural breakthrough for a supernatural provision i'm trusting god for the supernatural healing i'm trusting god for the supernatural salvation of my whole family supernatural deliverance so when i'm saying these declarations i'm also saying them for myself not just for you to listen my my listener but it's also for me to say father 
as we say these declarations, hear us, O ancient of days. So we are about to start. My listeners, I hope you are ready. I am the righteousness of God. Therefore, I am entitled to covenant kindness. I am entitled to covenant favor. The favor of God is amongst the righteous. The favor of God surrounds me, surrounds the righteous, so therefore it surrounds me. The favor of God surrounds the righteous, so therefore it surrounds me. Everywhere I go and everything I do, I expect the favor of God to be in full manifestation in my life today and never again will I be without the favor of God. The favor of God rests richly upon me. The favor of God profusely abounds in me. I am part of the generation that is experiencing God's favor. I am part of the generation that is experiencing God's favor unmeasurably, limitlessly, unsurpassingly. Therefore, favor produces supernatural increase, promotion, supernatural increase, assets, greater victory, greater victory. Recognition produces preferential treatment, petitions granted, policies and rules changed, and battles won which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of the one man, Jesus Christ the Messiah. Now God, every morning when I arise, I will speak it. I will expect divine favor that surrounds me as with the shield of goodwill, pleasures forevermore. Doors are now open for me that men said are impossible to open. No obstacle can stop me. No hindrances can delay me. I am special to God. I am the object of his affection also the apple of his eye and all my family members are born again christian believers in jesus name in jesus name my family members are born again believers father you are the maker of heaven and earth the sea and everything in it belongs to you according to psalms 24 the earth is yours and everything in it the word and the world and all who live in it. You own cattle in a thousand hills. Silver and gold are yours. You own all system of wealth and creation and preservation. All financial systems that bring me provision, that bring provision into my life, they are all owned by you. Lord God. So Father, I declare and decree today that these systems of wealth 
production will favor me in the mighty name of Jesus. All systems of economic system that bring me wealth, they shall favor the purpose of God for my life. I refuse to be bound by the system of borrowing and debt. I refuse poverty. I refuse lack. I replace all old cycles of poverty. All old cycles of debts. All old cycles of bankruptcy. All cycles of insufficiency. All cycles of lack. Cycles of scarcity. I replace them all with cycles of wealth with cycles of prosperity, with cycles of success, with cycles of abundance, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, according to Genesis 22, you said you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who is my provider. So your name is Jireh. Your name is provider. So Lord, you specialize in providing for those who are called by your name. According to Genesis 13, you are the God who granted Abraham wealth until he became very wealthy in livestock, in silver, in gold. I know that you are no respecter of person. If you granted Abraham wealth and riches, you, O oh Lord God, will also grant me and make it happen for me in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that Abraham's blessings are mine. I declare that the same wealth, the same prosperity that Abraham, my father, had, it comes into my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Your name is El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. I thank you, El Shaddai, today that I walk in the blessing of more than enough. I speak the blessing of more than enough in every area of my life. My life shall not be characterized by shortages or insufficiency. Your word has already declared that your grace is sufficient for me. You are the all-sufficient one. You are the all-sufficient God. Because you are, you are the all-sufficient one. I declare that in all area of my life, I shall have more than enough. I will never lack any good thing. The Bible declares that you will not withhold any good things from those who are called by your name. I will never be broke another day in my life. I declare and decree because I serve El Shaddai, my cup will always run over. I will live a life of more than enough. I will not be a liability or a burden. I refuse to be dependent on others for my daily needs because I serve El Shaddai. I will have more than enough. I will have more than enough. I will never be broke another day in my life. And I will have more than enough to give and to add into others' lives. My cup will continue to run over in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that my cup runs over. 
Father, I thank you that I walk. And Father, I live and I breathe in the realm of the overflow. I open the doors into the realm of the overflow in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Spirit of the Lord, cause an overflow to break out in my life, to break out in my life, to break out in my life. An overflow, not just for material things, but an overflow for supernatural, overflow for spirituality. Cause my spirit, cause my faith, cause my ability to believe you, to overflow in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive a divine overflow. I receive divine overflow in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless God, my listeners. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. That what concludes our today's segment until we meet again tomorrow. Same time, same place, my listeners. This is your host, Lady G, signing out. Bless you.